I Christmas time is my favorite time. So I'm always excited to just enjoy time with family and honestly, like just eat whatever I want because I'm pretty disciplined throughout the year, but I'm going to, whatever I want, I'm going to go have it. Yes. I like that. I can agree with that too. I shouldn't do it, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm not in as good of shape as you are. So I don't, I don't, I should be disciplining myself, but you're going to influence me. I'm going to eat some good stuff this Christmas season. <laughs> you should. It's the time of year. Awesome. So empowering a million women and uh, to embrace freedom and faith. Um, why? Why, what, what, where did your why come from on this? I, I mean, it's one of those where when you look how society is structured, you're like, I ask the question, why? Like, who thought that was a good idea? Why are things the way they are? Like, I was always that kid too, that little kid of like, well, why mom? Why, 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 why? And like that really annoying one that get in trouble because I would ask why mm -hmm. too many times. So, you know, to, for me to become an entrepreneur in my adulthood, I mean, it makes sense. But the, the faith part is so big because faith has been a huge foundation in my life. Um, grew up in the church, but it wasn't until I was in my 20s that I was like, you know what? I'm not going to just take what my parents gave to me and what I grew up with. I'm going to go figure it out on my own and actually dig down deep to figure out what this really is. When it comes to business, when it comes to your dreams, when it comes to creating that freedom that you want, why are we taking our faith out of it? Why are we taking God out of it? It doesn't make any sense to me. If it's something that matters to you, it should be in all things of what you do, but people like to separate things. And what I have learned the hard way many times is, you know, doing it on our own strength, you're only going to get so much. But when you lean on our creator, you're going to wow. get so much more. And so to me, that is a huge mission. And a lot of people seem to resonate with that. That's amazing. What's your best tip for putting God back into it? I mean, first and foremost. All right. Welcome in to Vision Pros Live with Jackson Callum. I'm your show host. We will be doing interviews for visionary entrepreneurs and guest leaders who are building fantastic visions out there. Hey, what's up and welcome into Vision Pros Live. My name is Jackson Callum, the show host, founder and CEO of First Class Business. I've got Molly Trotter Gomez on today with Girl Power Alliance, um, which I'm obviously a little bit excluded from, but that's okay. She's got a whole audience of women that she's able to empower and help. She reminds me a lot of my five sisters, um, and I'm excited to see her move this vision forward to empower a million women to embrace freedom and faith as related to also growing business, right? Creating more holistic approaches to how we do things. We're all about that. I'm excited to bring her on. Before we do so, um, I want to talk about the sponsors, of course. These are resources for those who are listening. So cold, cold Click is what we use for LinkedIn automation in-house at First Class Business. And it gets us set up with uh, the automation that's necessary, but also protects us from the algorithm. And they're just a good team to be able to talk strategy with as well as we scale up our systems. So a lot of great systems out there. It's one that you should consider. If you need to be in front of more people and you want better leads, then one of the best things you can do is expand the amount of people that you are talking to or sending messages to. So that way they can be attracted to what it is you do. Of course, there's some messaging work that should be done along the way. We help with that. Then there's the Simply Fast websites. If I was starting over from scratch and I didn't have the resources that I had, and I'd come across Simply Fast websites, I would, and this would have been after my third company. I had to learn the hard lessons along the way, realizing I thought I should do it myself. Once I was able to get on my way, if I was starting over, I'd pay Shane $179 for a website. 
I'd give him whatever information he needed as quickly as possible. And I'd say, go to work, bro. Um, and like, hook me up, get this done because so many people spend so much time trying to perfect their website and it actually distracts them from driving their profitability. Busy is broke, productive is profitable. Get the website done. Don't worry about it. Go out there and provide value to people. People will, will buy from you. They will work with you based on you providing value more than just uh, hoping and wishing that your website perfection is going to somehow uh, get people excited about the wedding. It's just an invitation. People don't care that much about what the invitation looks like. They care about you. The same is true in business. Now, moving on to the water project. My pointing is all off today. Um, two episodes. Still can't figure out what to point. But the water project is a massive opportunity to give back. We all have access. Those of us who are listening, if you don't, let me know. Um, you know, I, I may want to help you personally, but we have access to water and there's millions of people who don't. This is an amazing opportunity to give back. You get to see the community that you're affecting. You get to you can tri contribute one dollar, you contribute ten thousand dollars or more, and you get to see the outcome of the project and the generations that you're having impact on by helping these communities establish a borehole well, a sand dam or other programs. I don't know what that was. I learned about it because of how transparent the water project is with what they do with their projects. So if you're in a position to give back or to share this with people, please do. Don't let me be the only microphone for good related to this project. In addition to that, if you have something that you would like to see us give back to or create awareness for, please just drop a comment in, in the social media feeds and we'll be happy to take a look at that and see what we can do to help out. Without further ado, Molly Trotter Gomez. Welcome to Vision Pros Live. Thank you so much for having me, Jackson. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. So Molly, you've, you've got an expansive business. You've got some business partners involved with it. Um, there's different levels and opportunities for, for how you're going about inspiring women to work with you. My question is, who should be listening and why should they be listening to you? Well, in the beginning, when you opened up this podcast, you were saying you felt a little excluded. You're not alone. There's actually a lot of men that have voiced their opinions that they feel excluded. So we're actually launching a men's side called Roman Alliance in January 2024. So Ooh. I had to throw that in there um, because that. men have seen the transformation that women have been able to have in just this community, these resources, this opportunity. And they're like, Why, what about us? And Men have needs too, Molly. Exactly. I said, well, what about you? And and then we we're like, oh, okay, I got it. You, you want something. And so then it's now building out, basically duplicating what we already have, but by men format. So throwing that out there. So who and why should they listen? So really, I mean, I'm going to be talking more about Girl Power Alliance because that is the side that we first started, been around for a couple of years. And, and women that are looking to take like what this time next year looks like, they want it to be different. They want opportunity. They want to be able to spark that dreamer up again because life has beat you up a little bit. Let's turn that back on and let's go after it. There's an opportunity here that's going to help you financially free up your time to be able to go after and get that and give you the resources to have inside out transformation. There's a lot of quick surface level fixes out here. Obviously those don't work because they only go like so far deep. Here, it's that inside out transformation. Um, and then we bring the faith component into it because why would we exclude it when it comes to growing ourselves personally, professionally, and financially? So those are the people that should be listening. I love it. And now you've got an extensive multimedia background yourself. Uh, so which means you know how to lead, you know how to lead on camera, you know how to lead when you're put on the spot um, so that you've got all these extra superpowers that exist. But I'd love for you to also define for us 
where, where does your background come from? What is what, what are some of the highlights from your perspective on your own resume? Yeah, I would like to say that there, you know, anybody could say I've lived a lot of life, but I've had a lot of really great equipping experiences is what I would label it as. So my first professional career, I was a news anchor and reporter. Um, I got into that to really tell stories um, in regards to just, I thought there was a lot of good ones to tell. When I got to the news, I was like, wow, these are very depressing. If it bleeds, it leaves. <laughs> all this like doom and gloom. And I'm like, people want to wake up to that and listen to that all the time. And it's literally just fear all over the place. So I looked at it as, you know what, I'm going to get as much as I can out of this. I anchored, I did sports, I was a reporter, I did weather, I tried everything that I could to really be able to get that experience. Um, from there, I actually got into the industry of network marketing. So I said, well, in the pockets of my time, I need to make money because the news industry pays pennies. I know that may sound shocking, but it's true. <laughs> so I got into that to start creating some freedom. And then as I was growing in just growing a team and whatnot, which I really learned a lot when it comes to leadership, network marketing, hands down, no matter what you think about it, your experience, when you have the right leadership, right opportunity and environment, you can have great leadership experience and just a place to grow yourself. And that's the beauty about that industry. Well, I learned that I had a great skill set because of being on camera for so long. So I actually got into coaching and helping people really discover their bold, authentic um, voice and how can they share that with the world. So I worked with a lot of very high level entrepreneurs that have big businesses, but did not do very well when it came to sharing their information or their story on camera. So that was my expertise is how can you get your things out there and have it be converted into more sales, into more, you know, just people buying your product. So when it came to Girl Power Alliance, it's so it's so amazing when I look back and seeing all these different things and how it came together, because Girl Power Alliance is a place where experts can come in to pour into you to help you be equipped. It is a place where you can leverage and harness the power of a team like network marketing, because it is a network marketing opportunity. Um, and it is a place where I actually get to pour out a lot of my skills. I'm one of our um, speaker academy coaches. So we have a nine week speaker academy that helps people just have more impact with less words. Who doesn't need that? A lot of people talk right. a lot. Let's peel that back and actually share what people want to hear to get them to click, to buy, to connect, to network, you name it. So that is kind of like the short version of how all of that came together. But I've been in front of the camera for, I mean, well over a decade, um, well over 10,000 hours, which they say over 10,000 hours, you become a that's master your expert. at it. So here we are. I love it. And that's awesome. And that's, that's uh, people would say that was a lot of words, but that was a lot of very purposeful, clear words that gave a whole lot of transparency around where you come from what you've accomplished, where you're going. Well done. You talked about the vision. Um, you talked about the path of the vision and what that path looks like um, for, for somebody who works with you. I wanna know about that destination. What's the vision for those you serve as far as they've gotten to that destination on the other end? What does life start to look and feel like? Gosh, I mean, they can breathe. They have a smile on their face. They can create memories without having to look at a clock of, I have to be here, there, or somewhere else. When they rather be with people they love or doing something that really fills their cup. Um, a lot of people will step into a job or just some way to make money because they have to, right? We have bills, we have to make ends meet. But when you're on the other side of this vision, 
Now it's about legacy, generational within your own family. Also, I meet women all the time that I, I run through this question of, you know, you wake up tomorrow and eight figures hits your bank account. If you don't know what eight figures is. I also get that question. I don't know how much money that is, which says a lot. Um, anywhere from 10 to 99 million. What would you do? Hands down, the first thing that comes out is, of course, paying off debt. And then I want to be able to give to some organization. They have some kind of legacy dream on their heart, whatever that may be, that needs obviously resources and a team and all the things. And so being able to get that in motion to really be able to leave a legacy that is so much bigger than yourself. Um, so many people have that dream, but they get stuck in, I just need to get by this month or I just have enough for the next couple months. But that's unrealistic. That's unattainable. People get stuck in that limiting belief. So women on the other side of that get to be the possibility for other men and women to be able to see what that looks like. And we need more of those examples. Absolutely. Well said. What's your vision for yourself? What do you see for yourself in the future? Gosh, well, first and foremost, um, I don't have a family just yet. So my husband and I have been married for a couple of years. So future family, definitely going to be in the mix. Add a couple of kiddos right. in there. Um, that is that is huge because legacy is everything. You know, when I was building just, I knew I was going to build something big in business. I always had that inside of me. But deep, deeper down, it's about the legacy that, that you leave, like with your, your children or the family and the people that you love around you. So that is huge for me, huge for my husband as well. Um, but right now we're both entrepreneurs and our businesses are our babies. So here's we are, here we are and we get to pour all our time into that. So big picture, um, kind of like the title that goes along with this is helping over a million women, not only be able to experience that freedom, but then how can we help them help another million or a couple thousand or tens of thousands and, and find that ripple effect of, what it looks like to be the possibility and what it also looks like to really leave a legacy and partnering with God to do it. There's so many people that are like, I got it on my strength, my strength, my strength, what I can do. And I'm reminded of this phrase of you can go faster alone, but further together. Yeah. So I was always like, how can I do this on my own? But now my vision is so much more expanded where it won't just be a million, it'll be millions but it's not for my glory. It's for his and just opening up what's possible for all these other women. Cause they have dreams, visions that only they can go out there and do. So it's like, how can I empower others to lead so they can step into that and then lead more um, and just have that ripple effect all around the world. I love that. Um, you mentioned twice now uh, the strength that comes from kind of turning things over to God. Um, and, and I, I want to honor that one of my favorite scriptures um, was, uh, and I believe it's Paul, I think it's in the book of Acts, and he's dealing with this, what he calls a thorn in his side. Um, he's got this problem, whatever it is. Um, you know, we all have different problems, but it's something that he's asked God on three different occasions to help him overcome. And if we look at that in the service, it's like, well, you know, genie's lamp rubbing three times. No, I, I think he was, I think it was like a sincere request, probably a lot of fasting, a lot of struggles involved with trying to overcome whatever the heck it was. And at the end of the day, he kind of concedes and he says to God, um, you know what, if you don't want to remove this problem from me, I'll accept it because it's giving me a sense of humility as well. Um, I can never claim that I'm perfect, um, you know, or, or maybe this is protecting me from my own sense of pride by having this debilitation. So I'll, I'll glory, glory you, God, in the process of deciding to allow me to struggle with whatever it was. Um, and that's, 
that's him exercising that same faith of saying the the strength doesn't need to come from within. I need to be grateful for God and what he's given me in my life, no matter what it is. Um, so I just want to thank you for, for sharing that twice. Do you, have, do you have any other thoughts you want to add and triple down on that? I love that you brought that up and you personalized it because so often, you know, scripture can be very dry. I remember when I first started reading the Bible, I'm like, I don't know a thing that this is saying. It is very dry. It's a book. Books are dry. (laughs) They are until this is why it's called the, you know, the bread of life, the word of life. Like it lives, like it will speak to you if you're open to it. I remember reading scriptures like that and I would just brush over it being like, Eh, okay, yeah, that's cool. But my flesh was like, yeah, no, that sounds terrible. Let's move on to something else that's going to actually uh, be beneficial to me. Until I got to the place where the humility part, the Lord's like, I don't know how many times I need to humble you. And I tell people jokingly, I should have prosthetic legs at this point. The amount of times you had to like cut me at the knees of like, are we going to keep humbling you until you figure it out? Um, like, it's not about you. It's so much bigger. And there's things that we have to go through. There is suffering because as Christians, that is Christ-like is to be a Christian. And Christ suffered for us. So why wouldn't we have suffering? And right. in the midst of that suffering, is it enjoyable? No, oh, but there's a dying and there's a refining that you need to have happen. So it's it's not to scare anybody. It's it's a part of it. And most people don't want to talk about it because it's not the sexy part. It's not the glorifying. It's not, it doesn't look good and it doesn't feel good, but know that you're on the right track and just surrender and be like, okay, what's next? What's next that I need to learn? You know, so to, to humbly admit too, I didn't find that on my own. Um, I was I was a missionary. Um, so you think, oh, well, he found it because, nope, I was a missionary and I was meeting with the therapist for the mission um, on, a, on a monthly basis, sometimes bi-monthly, um, because what we go through is ext- is intense and hard. And I was willing, I, I knew I needed the extra help. And it was him who guided me to that that scripture and point out, I was like, a thorn in your side. I don't know what this means. I was 20, you know, I wasn't too big into analogies yet. <laughs> so there was a lot of, of opportunity. And it's, it's, again, that's why things like, the girl power alliance are so important, right? Finding people who appreciate that and can bring the color and the life into those words that we sometimes can't catch on our own. Let's dive into a dark subject though. What's your worst leadership experience ever? Oh, um, <clears throat> I'm just going to go with the one that immediately like pops up. So I've had experiences um, in my past where I've always tried to find like a female, right? A female to lead me. The door is always shut. So I just like, okay, well, I'll go find a male. And I'm not going to like say it was just one, there are multiple, but there's a reason why most women need to find a female mentor. Most men find a male mentor because sometimes there can be crossover and there is definitely a lot of just manipulation. um, A lot of like trying to tap into the feelings to be able to get me to do what they wanted me to do. And I was young and naive and stupid. I was like, Oh, well, maybe. Um, and so there was just a lot of, you just have to really be careful. And back then I didn't have discernment, really truly knowing, okay, what are your true intentions? I'm like, you're going to be able to help me get from here to here to here. But along the way, there was just a lot of manipulation um, in a variety of different ways. And so it's not like a particular situation. It was just back then I didn't have an awareness. And then I look back and I was like, gosh, I want to be able to help the 23-year-old, 25-year-old me like not to be able to fall into that just because it looks good because the world can look and sound good and have all its, you know, glitter and sparkle and all the things, but it doesn't mean that it is. So you have to really sit with it and be like, okay, well, is this the best move? Even if you have 
but wait. Like that, that I wish I knew that sooner. I wish I was more patient, but the older I am, the older I get, I'm just like, I'm going to, it's definitely worth the wait. So wasn't a particular situation, just more like I learned and no, thank you. And obviously it would never happen to me today, but it built me into the leader I am today because I'm like, not like that. I don't want people to have to go through that. And it really was like, well, I, I took responsibility and I looked from within, well, what was I looking for? Why would I fall for that? Why didn't right. I do better? Not blaming myself, but just took responsibility of like, okay, so let's awareness. not fall, fall into this trap again. Absolutely. So there is this, uh, this interesting argument that exists in the world. Um, you know, if, uh, there's all sorts of arguments in the world. That's what the world loves to do in a lot of uh, realities, female versus male mentors. Um, and there's manipulation that it can, can occur. I mean, across the spectrum, the, the way I look at that is I try to see like, okay, well, first off, where do I want to go? Um, and like, what do I want to accomplish in my life? And as I've progressed and wanted to become more successful and, and have success in different capacities, you know, do I want to have a mentor who's only money driven, for instance, right? No, not in my case. So then I need to be careful with people who are highly money driven to take what they say with a grain of salt, right? My sisters are some of my best mentors in life. Um, you know, my mom, huge um, as a mentor. My, my dad, as a mentor, mostly taught me what not to do, um, you know, and there was certain things too that I picked up from the good side. Here's, here's what I'm getting at. As I've watched the most successful people in my life, I've realized they have an array of mentors. They have a health coach, they have a fitness coach, they have a nutritionist coach, they have a legal advisor, they have a PR advisor, they have this, that, and the other. They have so much depth. They don't say, I have a coach. You will never, I will never hear a person making more than eight figures, nine figures, 10 figures, simply say, I have a coach. Um, I don't need you, right? They, 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 so there's this holistic idea, but I love what you're saying in relation to being an alpha male, in relation to being my best self as a guy, it's probably also important that I incorporate a male role model to also guide me through that process. Mm. So what, what else would you add regarding that subject? Because I know there's a, there's a deeper level here. And I think that, I think that most people in life go through one without a coach Two, they, they then get that coach who tells them I'm your coach. Don't listen to them. Ooh, that is the most toxic level of coach. And I see it all the time. One who's holding on for dear life to their paycheck and prevents that person from going to where they actually need to go without them. Let's hit it. Oh gosh, that's so good. And it's funny, as we're sitting here, I actually do remember um, a situation of like a specific person of that manipulation. And just, it brought me back to this place of like, I just felt so enraged when I figured it out of how he was trying to manipulate me, not only professionally, but sexually and who was married and, and was a man of faith and still doing this stuff to this day, to the point where I'm only saying this because if there's anybody out there that knows somebody like this or has experienced this, like call them out. Cause I, I did. Good for you. I will. I told the um, CEO of the company, this was one of the top leaders of the, of this company. I said, I will go put this person on blast. Don't think I won't go tell him to start bark, start barking up this tree and to leave every woman in this company alone. If he's married and he is married or was at the time, mm -hmm. because I was like, I took that. I'm like, if you're trying to do this to me, like I can only imagine somebody else that has a weaker mindset and is just so much more like just 
unsure. And so it got me so frustrated. But I love that you said as a male, like mentor, and I'm not saying there's amazing male mentors out there. I have a lot of friends that are great mentors. There's people that I lean on now, totally different season, but finding somebody else I can also pour into you and show you the way. Like it's so important because we can get caught up in our own stuff. So I love that humility that you mentioned of let me find somebody else that can also maybe see my blind spots pour into me who is pioneered and gone before me. So I know that I'm following somebody that is in the trajectory of where I want to go, which is also important. And that's the reason why I actually went to male mentors when I was younger is because none of the female ones had what I wanted. Or it's like butting heads right. with women because they're in competition, which is a huge reason why GPA, Girl Power Alliance is what it is. It's We don't need to be in competition. That's a lie from the enemy. And it is literally played us all up until now. So it's like, let's find those people, humble ourselves. How can we learn and grow? Um, because I used to be one that never wanted my blind spots to be shown because I would take the, I'd be offended. I would be like, I'm not, I would despise yeah. it. Until well, I, had, I had like, a huge inferiority complex too uh, growing up. So I get that. Yeah. It's hard to overcome. I think a lot of people, again, listening, they're going to be like, oh, she did it. He did it. I can, I can do that too. Um, right. Safe space. Find your clan, find your people um, to do that. Let's talk about your best leadership experiences. What, what is, what is your best leadership experience look like? I would say when I first got into um, entrepreneurship, I was actually very blessed getting into network marketing, which is, you know, not entrepreneurship per se, but a taste of kind of having your own business. Um, And then also really getting into entrepreneurship. I had pretty good mentors at the start of both of those different trajectories. Uh, Very grateful for that. Um, Faith led people, very gracious, humble, um, led by experience, led by example. And so, um, again, you had those bad situations. You're like, I don't want that again. So let's go the other direction. So I remember um, when I first got into, you know, trying to build a side hustle for myself in network marketing, the first two mentors that I had were just like loving parents and led by example and just were like anything that you would need. And we're just such a pillar of leadership, not only in their marriage, but just how they showed up. It was like, that's what I want. You know, and they didn't put on this facade like they were also real at the same time. And that's something that's also important is if you find these people that look too perfect, like do a little digging. There's going to be some stuff in the closet. Everybody has it. And that's fine. But I liked seeing the reality. You're saying people are human. Like leaders are human. I know. Bummer to figure that out. But good to know. You, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to steal your mic though. <laughs> oh, no worries. Well, I mean, just really at the end of the day, I like my best leadership experience is my first dabbling in entrepreneurship network marketing, if you will. Um, yeah. Just a, a great couple that came alongside to give me a taste of like what true leadership looks like, and just you know, like truly empowering somebody to lead, not manipulating yeah. them. So I'm glad that that was my first taste, uh, because I mean, after that, I had other experiences, and I was like, no, it shouldn't be this way. I've had something else to compare it to. Um, and then it really just set me off to how I want to lead, how I want to pour in, empower others, meet others where they're at. And if they want to go higher, then they have a helping hand. Not somebody who's trying to force them, but somebody will be bold enough to ask, take the leap. And so I had people in my life that did the same thing to me. Wow, that's great. We're going to come back to that for sure. Um, and before we do, what powerful lesson can other visionaries learn from your experience? And I always like to add in, if this was your last opportunity, Molly, to share a powerful lesson, what would it be? I would say, mm, this is a good question. This is really good. 
with other visionaries. Truly holding on to fight for people's possibilities while they fight for their limitations. You may have to do that for yourself first, because as a visionary, you get a lot of people trying to put water on the fire of no, unattainable, not going to work. Who do you think you are? And when you have a big vision and you're around voices like that, you need to be able to get out of that environment to be around other people who are going to pour into your possibilities and not speak into your limitations. And so for, for visionaries, like really being able to, even if you're the only person, they say it's lonely at the top, whether you're at the top or wherever you're at, it will be lonely. But then eventually when you are so convicted and you show that conviction to other people, people will start to gather around because everybody wants to be a, a connected to something bigger than themselves. And that could be your thing. So be bold enough to take that step, be bold enough to fight for it, be bold enough to even help other people fight for it along the way, because it's only going to be able to build your belief and just pour deeper into your vision, especially if your vision involves other people, which most of the time it does, especially with the one that I have, it's so much bigger than me. It doesn't matter if I did all the things, I wouldn't be able to do it because our company is so big. It, it's a matter of we having thousands and thousands and thousands of people doing their own thing, their, their little bits following the process to create this conglomerate of freedom and possibility and opportunity for people. So never doubt the mustard seed, right? We all know the mustard seed, yes. tiny little seed, but it can have such a huge harvest. And we're not, it's not up to us when the harvest comes. Just keep watering it, watering it, watering it. And when the harvest comes and you're diligent and you're tending to it, you'll know. Yes. And, and other people will know too, but you knew how, you knew what it was like in the beginning of, Hey, can I do this? Can I not be the only one if it starts that way to fight for your possibility? Because that vision is worth it. I love the law of the harvest. Um, so I'm glad you brought it up. And everybody who wants to know more about that, I would start with just a YouTube of law of the harvest um, and try to find that two to three minute version, um, you know, and, and pick out what you get out of that one. That's usually how I start my studies on new topics. Um, so with with the next step, um, we've got a couple directions that I want to go here uh, to center myself. We're going to be talking about embracing freedom, of course, and faith and the resources that exist there. I also want to perhaps expand some of the paradigms out there. I'm going to spend a little bit of time roasting network marketing a little bit. Um, and it's like, what? How are you going to do this to her? Like, no, um, bring it on. I love it. I love I this. So bring it on. I know you do. Um, and that's yeah, because you're a great leader. And you understand that it doesn't matter if we're talking corporate or small businesses or startups or family or non-family or whatever else. Like there's an opportunity to look at the different spectrums of uh, from all different paradigms. So uh, I don't do very rarely get involved in any network marketing things. And I don't want to say I never will again because I don't. I don't set permanent limitations. You know, I don't, I don't know where life will take me. Um, maybe I will run a network marketing company someday. I just don't see that ever happening. Right. It's like, and, and so there's so many people who put their fingers up like this, you know, to anything network marketing, anything realtor, anything REI, any, anything coaching, anything, what it doesn't matter what it is sports, you know, um, network marketing has a notorious web reputation for driving people towards failure. Um, you know, and, and causing people to overcommit to something they don't understand. Um, and uh, nobody wins, only the people at the top, right? That's, that's the that's the full roast, so to speak. There's also a lot of manipulation that occurs in the contracts behind the scenes and in the stipulations. 
that's that's also called life um by the way uh, everything so there's this thought that and i'm gonna rant for a while uh, if that's okay you okay with that please yes okay give, give it all so you know here's here's dwight uh not dwight the other guy i don't watch the office i don't remember his name but he drew on the board the pyramid right as he's explain explaining the idea of network marketing and, and why it's you know so you know it is a pyramid you know and yes a founder right managers or c-level executives managers employees uh parents children grandchildren um <laughs> all structured relationships are built like a pyramid you could argue no we go by the organizational tree we grow from the ground up so does a network marketing company if you just Flip the pyramid over, right? Which he does to prove his point in, in the, the whole scheme. Here's, here's my bigger point. When it comes to network marketing, I know there's a reason for people to be upset about it. I get that. I understand that you've been burned, right? Or that you've put yourself in a bad position by, by diving into something because your uncle's brother said it was great. You know, whatever. Like, I get that. But 99% of people who go into those schemes, those opportunities have no desire to be at the top. They don't. They don't want to. And that's okay. I'm not saying you didn't. You're the one who's like, oh man, no, I wanted to be there. I'm so sorry you didn't make it happen. Like, I'm so sorry they held you back. But most people join passively on purpose. They just want to belong. They just want to be involved in that experience. So when you use those metrics to tell a network marketer, your program does not work, you do not sound smart. Because they weren't trying. They weren't all trying to get to the top. It's a, it's a convoluted, pro there's a lot of variables involved in this. I have to own the fact that my move from missionary work into network marketing was what saved me from going down the university path I was not cut out for and gave me the basis to realize, oh my gosh, all my training skills exist in the real world. All this, and it gave me the basis of Success Magazine. It gave me the chance to listen to John Maxwell and find out about Darren Hardy and Jim Rohn. And I had mentors and families, just like you said, couples who took me under their wing and tried to help me figure out how to launch and build. Even when I moved out of my market, there was another team that took me in, even though they didn't, couldn't make me a single dime. So no, network marketing is not evil. It is not the problem. We can maximize the opportunity that exists there if we look for the wholesome, the harmony, and look at the structure of the company, the integrity of the leaders and the virtues that exist within it, which is why I was so excited to bring you on board, Molly, because I do look at the structure of that. I'm like, huh, here's some leaders that might be building something super amazing that, that builds on the virtues and values that do exist within that type of structure. So as we go into embrace freedom and faith, um, the floor is yours. I love that you dove into all of that. Beautifully said. There are so many people that have network marketing PTSD, just the short term, right? Yeah. They, they, it's just what it is. And so, I mean, that story that from my bad leadership experience, that was in a network marketing company. That could have tainted me for life of like, it's just a bunch of pigs, a bunch of guys that just want to, I'll be honest, get in my pants and then like make money for me. Like, let's be honest. But it didn't. Right. So I was like, people are flawed, but this system, the the structure of how network marketing works, it, it is a, an industry that creates more millionaires, more than the MLB, NBA, lawyers, the president of the United States. Like 
you can make great money there and harv and really be able to leverage the efforts of many. Now, must I got to fact check you on that though? I don't have the fact check. I just got to ask you for the resource. Now that you've made the claim, you know, I, I want the resource on it. And we, if we're, you know what I mean? Like, I, I got to get that for our audience at some point. I would love to. Okay, it, yeah, I yeah, want to prove that concept too, right? It's that's cool. That's something we should know about and endorse, given that it's it's fully true. Yeah, absolutely. No, it, it's so. Back to the, when I talk about leveraging the efforts of many, most people are like to get triggered. You're just making money off me. Somebody's making money off you somewhere. doesn't matter where you shop. doesn't matter if you go get fast food, you go to Macy's, you go anywhere, you're, you're, you're making somebody money uh, because you are spending money. So why not create something? And what we call it here at, at Girl Power Alliance is it's like a virtual franchise because here you're not selling a physical product. You have access to tens of thousands of dollars of coaching resources to pour into you. If you were to if you were to go to any one of these experts, you'd be spending a lot more than what your our membership is costing you. Correct. And then you can share that with other people, get it paid for. So the the part about network marketing is find a product that you like. You're going to share it with other people if you like it, and then be intentional about it. The reason why most people don't have success in network marketing are a couple of things. One, bad leadership. Period. Yes. Bad leadership. Period. That is huge. Like that. The company could have a great compensation plan, great product, all the things. Leadership, terrible. Number two, self-belief. Most people don't have enough belief in themselves mm -hmm. to go after and do, and accountability, I'll tack that on there, to go do what they say they're going to do. Whether it's a couple hundred dollars a month, getting their products paid for, or, you know, being able to create the, the magical number of $10,000 a month that everybody wants to create. And if you're not making 10 grand, then it doesn't work. But you said, which I love, not everybody's going into it to go to the top. Not many people can hack it to get to the top. And so well, they have other visions too, right? And I'm, I'm with you that on that. There's lots of people who can't hack, and it's hard. You know, you don't want to tell a child you're never going to make it to the NBA because we don't know what what's right. going to happen, right? right? At the same time, uh, there comes a point in said child's life, right? We're getting to 17, 18, 19 years old, where it can be helpful to have a coach who says, "Here is your list of." debilitations. Here are the things that are not adding up for you on this path. Right. And there's coaching opportunities in the NBA. There's recruiting opportunities in the A, but there's training opportunities in the, like, it would be so helpful to have that person who helps you. I hear you redirecting that and saying that they, 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 you know, that's, that may not be what you're meant for, but you know, you also tie this to faith. So I have a feeling you use some superpowers there as well. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, when it comes down to it, we have our own timeline of when we want to hit something, but when you bring God into it, when you bring your faith into it, it's, it's a whole different ball game. It, it really is. There's a lot of, okay, I got to work on this and I have to take responsibility of what I'm coming in with, what I need to let go of, what I need to relearn and then be able to be coachable and follow the system period. Most people have too much pride to follow a system, too much pride to say they're not doing something. They're not connecting with enough people, not following up, you name it. It's just business. Whether you're in network marketing, you're in coaching or anything, yep. like you have to go be great with people. Like John Maxwell, you brought him up. He has amazing just series of books when it comes to, you know, how to win friends and influence people. You know, one of my favorite, it says No Limits by... John Maxwell, where it's really raising your capacity. Like there's so many great books to work on self and network marketing gives you a space to do that. People have gone before you to pour into you. But when you bring the faith aspect into it, it's really a refining process unlike anything else. 
of like, okay, where am I at? Where's my belief really lie? There's a lot of people I hear that say they have faith. I will tell you having a faith-based company, I see so many of people that have faith and I put air quotes and I mean this very nicely, but they really don't. They're like, uh, yeah, I'm out of here. I can't do this. You know, and instantly they cower back to what was the problem when they take that leap because the problem is comfortable. So many people are so comfortable sitting in their problems and their limitations in current circumstances that's comfortable to them. But taking that leap of taking a bet on themselves, it takes growth. So you might have to hit the wall a couple of times or it might take a couple months or years. A lot of the people that I know in network marketing that have made millions, a lot of them have been in for like a decade. And right. they probably made millions before a decade, but would you be in something for 10 years if you could make seven figures plus a year? Some people would say yes, some people would say no. Mm -hmm. so you. For me, I'm like, if I can have time freedom, thank you. Yes, because when I start my future family and we have kids, like I don't want to be chained to this computer. I don't want to be chained to somebody else's schedule. I want to create my own. And that's the beauty about this industry. So it's just a matter of how bad you want it and following the system and, and going to get it. That's your responsibility. Nobody else's. Well, you, you used a two-letter word that's so important. You said it depends on how much you want it. That also depends on how you define it, um, right? So there's, uh, I didn't learn Start With Why from Simon Sinek, although I love the book and I love his concept. I love him as a, as a coach and teacher. I think he's amazing. Uh, I learned it in network marketing. Um, right. That's where I learned to start thinking about my, I already had a couple of big whys. I was blessed with that. Um, right. But after this, this gentleman told the story about the why and being on two different skyscrapers and crossing this board, you know, would you cross the board to get to the other skyscraper? Um, never, you know, what if the building was on fire over there? Would you do it? No. What if your baby was over there on the burning building, you know, in a heartbeat, you know, we were all like, yeah, we, we would all cross in that circumstance like that's your why your why should be powerful enough to make you cry what why's do you have in your life that drive you forward he had such a great ability to motivate um because he got us thinking about those purposes a lot of times it is beyond the money but the money gets talked about so often or the the immediate desires get talked about so loudly that some people don't catch the essence of of what's possible in the beyond um you know and and so anyway i kind of went a little bit too deep on the philosophy aspect of that but with embracing freedom and faith and the resources that you you have um what are some of the resources that you'd like to share with the audience um gosh there's so many in there we have everything from um certification courses to get you certified and elevate you in leadership and speaking uh, over probably eight live mentorship and training calls every month. And then in a whole library of over 200 plus modules of on-demand learning from experts. My favorite though, have to be our certification courses because the deeper dive that it takes when you take that bet on yourself, our, our Radiant Leadership Academy, it's a 16 week deep dive into biblical leadership. What does that look like for a woman? You know, and we'll eventually have something when it comes to the, the male side, right? But really taking that deep dive and the thoughts you think, the words you speak, um, how you steward your wealth, your finances, the leader that you're called to be. And, and just it's like a, it's like a proverbial onion, like you're just you're peeling back over and over and over. So that is so important to focus and pour into your own cup. Then our speaker academy, um, it's currently called the Radiant Speaker Academy, but we're opening it up to men now. So we're going to call it the Kingdom Speaker Academy. We're rebranding that currently. Um, but nice. that is a huge piece for me because that's my background. If I can help somebody have more impact and really share what's on their heart, 
and bring them the right, you know, structure, strategy, tools so they can get what's inside out. Like that to me, just watching people light up. Uh, we had some speakers this year that became certified where they actually got to deliver um, their speeches on a stage. And I mean, we're talking women that have never would have stepped step foot on the stage before. Uh, one of those, my favorite example, she's a dairy farmer from Wisconsin. Never been a leader before in her life. She milks cows every morning, but she wants yeah. to retire from milking cows. So she came here and she's been in network marketing for decades, never really made money. But here, and then watching her share her story on stage when she's never even picked up a microphone, that's what I'm in it for. We all want the big leader that can come in and bring the masses. I'm also in it for the people like the dairy farmers of Wisconsin. Like that to me means everything. So those two are really pivotal to give a deep dive. But like I mentioned earlier with the live call, the on-demand library, it really can suit anyone in any season of life that they're in. So they're able to come in here, point it themselves and then leverage that. They can share that with other people and be able to create a you know passive residual income if they choose. It's not one of those opportunities where we're gonna force you into it. Like, come on. And it's like, it's up to you. I'm not here to force you to do anything. And network marketing has a bad rap of that, of like, forcing people to do what you want them to do rather than what they want. Mm -hmm. um, our, as you can see on the screen, our CEO and founder, great friend of mine, obviously business partner, Michelle Schaefer, she talks about this game of tennis. It's like, I'll hit the ball to you. When you hit it back, then I know it's game time. And like how fast you want to play tennis back and forth is completely up to you because right. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and, and drag you across the finish line. You have to want it but not enough people want it. We talked about what it is bad enough. Mm -hmm. It doesn't burn bad enough. And so it's right. like taking a chance and be in the right environment to show you what's possible. That also matters. Um, people yeah. speak in your same language, same foundation, belief systems, huge. That's why we wrote the faith part into this because it all matters. And the world wants us to be quiet about that. Well, look at the world. Mm -hmm. It's a hot Do you want to be right part now. of the world or do you want to yeah, be no part problem. of... The, the the few and and I when I say the few again it's um you know if you're surrounded by people in your life that are negative Neds or negative Nancys right if you're surrounded by people who love the news um you know and like like love listening to people scream at each other about politics all day long and nothing nothing wrong with that right it's it's fine it's their choice on the flip side though if you shift into somebody into a personality where you're digging into your passions. Right. And where you're like, man, I want to do I want to get up and go. Don't be surprised when the people around you are like, what the heck are you doing? You know, why, why are you shifting? Why are you making this adjustment? That's not easy. Um, it's not easy to escape the pull of the world towards all that negativity. Um, but it is rewarding when you find yourself on an inner circle of people who, who have great strengths and appreciate your strengths and appreciate what you're up to and want to see you build. So um, that's. Again, I, I think network marketing, from my experience, is one of those best best places to be able to get in because I also didn't need a degree to get into that. Um, you know, I, I didn't. There was a lot of things that were required in other positions where I, I couldn't get through the doors, um, but I was always welcome into those types of circles. And most people in the world can't get into the doors elsewhere. Um, so I love what you do, Molly. Um, I love what you guys are building. Uh, the tennis yeah. match analogy is a new one for me. I like that too. Um, uh, we're going to put a landing page together so people can get access to these links. One of my grand hopes, I'll share a final vision. Um, as Vision Pros Live continues to grow, and I shouldn't even say it's a grand hope. I know that the, the, the what's going, the byproduct of, of building 
the vineyard that we are is that there's going to be people listening in someday. And maybe it's this episode where they say, oh, I'm that male leader who can contribute to Girl Power Alliance shift to, to men. I want to be a part of that. Um, right. So as you talked about, y'all are building it. I wouldn't be surprised if there's visionaries out there listening who are like, oh, I, I maybe I could help them with that. If you're feeling that sense for Molly or for any of the vision pros that you've heard, come on and share what they're doing. Reach out. I'm speaking specifically to those of you who aren't so alpha dominant. They like you're going to bombard your inbox anyway. But those of you who doubt yourself, those of you who are like, man, I would love to, but I don't know. Like the worst thing she can say is no. Oh, you know, we, we don't need you. The best thing, it could change your life. So Vision Pros, thanks for joining us today. Molly, this was an absolute pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Take care, everybody. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for being here today. I'm really happy that you tuned in to Vision Pros Live. I'm looking forward to seeing your reactions as these episodes continue to move forward. This is going to get more and more fun. We'll have more and more engagement as well. We'll invite people to participate in the show. And thank you for giving us your time and attention. Have